Greetings and welcome to the second episode of Monarch Staffing's podcast, Out of the Chrysalis. I'm your host, Jeff Quake. Last month, our very own president and CEO, Laura Casper, joined the podcast and told us all about how she founded her company and gave other terrific advice on the impact Monarch has made for now 20 years. On this week's episode, we were going to have one of our senior recruiters on to share some inside tips. However, that had to wait as we had the opportunity to hear the story of the company Family Support Line. I'm now joined by FSL's very own Sarah Gibbons. My name is Jeff Quake and with me from Family Support Line, Sarah Gibbons. Sarah, how are you doing today? Thank you so much for joining us, by the way. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And I wanted to uh, ask you here really quickly, can you tell me a little bit more about what, uh, for those who don't know, Family Support Line is? So Family Support Line is a small nonprofit organization. We are based in media, but we cover the entire Delaware County. And our job is exclusively focused on child sexual abuse. So we provide intervention to children, we provide treatment, and we also do prevention related to child sexual abuse, which is actually happens more than you would probably think. Um, We see quite a few children come in our office throughout the year, um, and we provide services for both them and their families. It says it was founded in 1984 on your website when a group of social service professionals and private citizens joined together to establish the program. Uh, Since then, you have uh, your group has done extraordinary things with this company. And uh, can you tell us a little bit more of you know what the journey's been like uh, for all these decades now since 1984 when you opened up? Sure. So we actually were founded uh, by a a particular child sexual abuse case. He has, unfortunately, his daughter was uh, sexually abused by her stepfather. Mm -hmm. And at the time, back in the 80s, the cases were not coordinated between children and youth services, the social service agencies that provided services to victims, and then also the uh, law enforcement and prosecution side. So he was pretty frustrated with all the trauma that was going on with his daughter's case. She had to continually tell her story over and over again. Uh, No one knew the full story from start to finish, and he was really frustrated. So one day in the basement of Media's courthouse, the old courthouse, he got everybody together and he said, I am not going to let my daughter testify until you all are on the same page and you work together. And that was the start of Family Support Line. Uh, As a result of that, there were a group of social workers that formed a, a just kind of a grassroots coalition organization where they would meet in church basements with families to work on cases, provide treatment. And then the organization was fortunate enough to be incorporated in 1988. And we haven't stopped since. We started off as a treatment, mainly a treatment organization. And most recently, about five years ago, we were accredited with the National Children's Alliance as being a center, a child advocacy center where children could come in and we provide support to the families and also uh, we hear their stories and provide that coordination. That is truly remarkable. I'm sure um, not only yourself, but everyone there is extremely proud of how far it's come since then. Uh, So how did you get involved with um, Monarch? Because, you know, 
uh, our company, Monarch Staffing, has been working with Family Support Line prior to you actually coming on board. So again, uh, how are you introduced to our agency and can you tell us how your experience has been? Sure. So we love Monarch Staffing. And the reason why we love you is because you provide such quality candidates. Um, I've had experience in other industries and other companies that I've worked for that have worked with temp agencies. Monarch is unique in the sense that they really get to know the people that are going to be going out and assigned to different jobs. We were given such an array of good qualified candidates when we needed them. And when I say that we were given all the information around their qualifications, it wasn't just their resumes, but it was also their interests, what their goals were, what they wanted to achieve long-term. It also uh, was helpful because we need a lot of black background clearances and checks. They knew that that was something that was really important to us. They included that. Um, so it wasn't just like a, a another temp agency where it's like, here's your person, you know, and you send them to us. It really was a good array of people that we could interview, that we got to know, and they were very qualified candidates. And as a result of that, we actually have three our current employees right now, we have three current employees who came from Monarch, directly from Monarch that we hired. All three of those employees have been promoted at least once um, and why they may have started off at the very um, kind of frontline staff, mm -hmm. frontline services, as far as being a receptionist, they have all gone through promotions to hire levels of the organization providing really the services that they wanted to provide when they went to Monarch. So the, the really great thing about our partnership with Monarch is they provide us with quick staffing solutions, but they also give us people that can go even further into the organization and we can develop them. We can train them into services uh, that are, more of what they were hoping for. I think sure. they wanted to get into yeah. careers. So we're really fortunate that we have you. And we're very fortunate to have you. And it certainly seems like this terrific journey uh, all of us together have been on. And can you go into a little bit more details, I guess, about uh, the success story of those candidates and what their journey has been like? You know, uh, how are they introduced to your company? Uh, you know, of course, like you mentioned through Monarch and uh, did they st uh, start out as part-time or did they start out as just uh, like an attempt, for example? Because uh, one of the goals is we want to kind of help relate to those who are also looking for jobs, not only with, you know, possibly with your company as well, but in general for those company or for those candidates who are looking for jobs and saying, uh, well, you know, how, what, how can this help me? And this is perfect example of, you know, you can go on and be, you know, part-time or just attempt to you know, getting a promotion going full-time, you know, can you explain a little bit more about that? Sure, of course. So like I said before, you guys really give us quality candidates. Mm -hmm. We know <laughs> from the get-go what the goals and objectives are of all these candidates as well as their qualifications. So one of our long-term staff members came through part-time providing receptionist support. She actually is a retired person who had a very long, successful career and was really just looking for an opportunity to give back to an organization, to um, use her time as newly being retired to do something. And so she started off just providing part-time 
receptionist support and then realized that she really enjoyed being with the organization. And I think particularly with the pandemic, it's been kind of lonely um, being isolated at home and she wanted more hours. So we gave her more hours and she really is a a vital member of the team. And so we're really happy to have her and her expertise related to just her long success story of serving in a, in a long-term career and then providing her with a lot of good opportunities to do this kind of second career. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we also have two members of our team that were hired again, part-time through Monarch. Uh, They started off as receptionist positions part-time We were very impressed with their skills. Um, One of them is bilingual and she really uh, wanted to do more with the organization than working part-time. She was looking for a full-time job. Um, So we hired her pretty quickly. We promoted her um, to our intake coordinator and she actually is the one who is in charge of scheduling all of our appointments, which is a lot more tricky and complex than you'd think because you're having to work with five different parties to get those um, meetings scheduled with the family, Mm -hmm. children and youth services, our agency, law enforcement, and the DA's office. So they're very complex kinds of appointments that she needs to make. So she has been a very valuable member of the team. And then the third person is actually recent to us. She started last January. She came on as a temp Uh, She had a lot of promise. The staff really enjoyed working with her. We were able to get funding to bump her up to a full-time position. And then really exciting, she had gone to school. She had gotten a degree for counseling. She was really interested in delivering social service kinds of social service kinds of services uh, to be redundant, but uh, we were able to promote her just a few weeks ago. And so she started with that. So we were able to help with fulfilling kind of her career goals, even though she started off as a temp with not a whole lot of hours, we were so happy that she was patient with us Mm -hmm. as we found the additional funding to support her. So I think with our organization, I'm really committed to making sure that when we have good candidates, we keep them in-house, we promote from within. um, And that is something that we really strive for. And, and that's such an important point. A lot of companies, I feel like, uh, you know, again, you know, they they bring someone on, and the moment they see how much effort and so, and really how much someone cares about what their work means to them, um, you know, it, it goes a long way, and it certainly shows. And a little bit more about that. Uh, my next question here for you, Sarah, is how rewarding is it knowing that Family Support Line is doing such great work out there, making a big difference, um, again, for the better in people's lives. It's a good question. And actually, a lot of people phrase that a little differently. I think you did a good job at being positive (laughs) about that. Because a lot of people say, how can you do that job day in and day out? Fortunately, as an executive director, I don't have the direct service interactions day to day. But I do get asked that question a lot. And I will tell you that what keeps us going as staff is knowing that we have these interventions with these children as soon as we find out about it, as soon as they disclose. Um, As you can imagine, the longer somebody waits to get help and intervention, the more damaged they are by trauma. And I don't, damage is kind of a bad use of the word in some ways, but I think, you know, when you're looking at this, 
um, people who don't get help end up growing up as an adult, doing the same kinds of things that were done to them. Um, mm-hmm. They end up potentially being offenders. They go through homelessness, mental health, substance abuse. There's a lot of uh, trauma that is not resolved. Right. And so we at Family Support Line are very grateful when children come and disclose to us so that we can get them the help they need right away so that they're not continually having to deal with the trauma in their lives without it getting healed. Sure. Absolutely. And and I think you said it best. And uh, again, it's so great, again, for all that you've been doing uh, with this company and your employees. And again, it's it's so uh, again, um, motivating just to see again all the hard work this company has really done for the last uh, 20, 30 years or so, even longer actually. You know, and, and it's just making such a positive impact. And, and I'm sure by the end of the day, as long as you know that you're making a positive, you know, impact and difference, then you might as well keep going with that. Uh, and I want, and speaking about being being positive. Uh, you guys have some terrific events coming up this year. For example, Bits for Kids, Guardian Awards, Thanks for Giving, uh, Supplies to Thrive, to name a couple. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, these unique uh, events? Absolutely. So with COVID, we actually mm-hmm. thought we were going to see a decrease in referrals because uh, with the lack of mandated reporters that are in children's lives, We knew that the abuse was still happening, but people weren't able to report it in the same kind of ways. So we actually were preparing for a decrease, uh, and that was not the case for us in Delaware County. We've seen across the country and even across the state that those numbers have declined. But in Delco County, or in Delaware, in Delaware County, excuse me, but in Delco, we've actually seen the rates increase. So, um, Last July, we saw a 25% increase, and that steadily increased. In January, we saw 64% increase. So we are seeing a lot of kids, um, and one of the challenges is getting them in quickly uh, because it is just so high of an incident rate. So we are really excited to have a couple of fundraising events that are coming up. We're hoping that this money will help us with being able to hire staff and see the children as quickly as we can. So our most, I guess our our event that's coming up the fastest is actually in June, June 3rd is our next event. Mm -hmm. It's the Guardian Award event. And that event is actually honoring three individuals in Delaware County that have been guardians to children that have been, have basically dedicated their Um, either careers or their extracurricular volunteer activities around protecting children. So we're really excited about that event. We're looking for sponsors. We're looking for people to buy tickets. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're really just hoping that that fundraising event will, will fuel some money into what we need as far as hiring additional people to provide services. In addition to that, In addition to that, we have our Supplies to Thrive, which is an ongoing event. Um, Anybody who is interested in donating in-kind donations for our Room to Heal, which is a a closet that we have where we give children things that they may need, whether it be hygiene products, clothing. Um, Sometimes the, the abuse happens in their rooms. 
um, and it helps them with healing to give new bedding. So we have a number of different needs and we're always looking for people to donate those um, so that we can pass them on to our clients. Well, perfect. And, and those events sound absolutely wonderful and you know, best of luck with those. And uh, you mentioned that, uh, you know, people can go ahead and, uh, you know, uh, buy tickets, everything. Where can they uh, find these tickets if they're in- interested in going? So you can visit our website at familysupportline.org, or you can visit us on Facebook, Family Support Line. We also have a Give Smart link, which is where you can buy tickets directly. And it's protectkids.givesmart.com. Okay, perfect. And if there is someone out there that is going you know, through something as dramatic as this, I don't know, of some of the things that we discussed here today, Sarah, where can they reach you? So the best thing to do if there is uh, an issue going on is to actually call Childline, which is the statewide 24-7 hotline that anybody can call to report sexual abuse. In that office, it will be triaged to the people that need to investigate the case, whether it be law enforcement, social services, and they refer to us. So that is actually the best thing to do is to reach out to Childline directly. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today here out of the Chrysalis. Sarah, uh, it has been a true pleasure having you. And uh, do you have any other final thoughts about the amazing Family Support Line group? Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Well, Sarah Gibbons, uh, again, it has been a true pleasure. Uh, My name is Jeff Quake, and this has been another episode of Out of the Chrysalis uh, episode, and look forward to the next one. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Family Support Line helps children, families, and professionals address the trauma of child sexual abuse. Their services include comprehensive prevention programs, specialized treatment, professional training, and more. They provide treatment services to all members of a family who have experienced sexual abuse, creating an environment of support and understanding that leads to a full recovery. FSL ensures high-quality professional service provision to children, families, professionals, and community members. They also strive to develop prevention initiatives that meet the increasing specific needs in the area. In addition, FSLs create communities that support and care about the health and safety of children and families. This includes working with a multidisciplinary team of members of law enforcement, social services agencies, and the district attorney's office to provide forensic interviewing to all children where there is an allegation of child sexual abuse in Delaware County. For more information, please call 610-268-9145 or go to their website, familysupportline.org. Sarah, thank you again very much for sharing the success of not only your company, but some of your very own employees. As always, if you're looking to listen to our podcast, go to www.monarchstaffing.com slash podcast. Again, that's www.monarchstaffing.com slash podcast. We also have Out of the Chrysalis on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Join us next month on March 25th for our very next episode. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, I'm Jeff Quake, signing off for now.